So if you haven't noticed, Facebook took an incredible step today um, and banned the viewing and sharing of news content on Facebook in Australia. Uh, that happened today, it happened quite suddenly. The Australian government and Facebook have been talking and debating and arguing for several months, I think since about September, uh, there's a new law coming to, or currently under negotiation within the Australian government. Uh, they're talking about a media bargaining law, which will make it um, necessary for social media platforms to pay publishers of news content for hosting that news content and, sh and the content being shared. A little bit like, I guess, what happens with radios and music, for example. Facebook hasn't liked it. Uh, there's been a lot of toing and froing, a lot of arguing, a lot of threats. And very quickly uh, today, all news content, uh, the viewing of and the sharing of news content in Australia was banned by Facebook. And it doesn't matter where that news content has come from, so international news. Now, why am I talking about this? It's actually a huge deal for content creators, not so much because of the news. That's an inconvenience. We can always hop over to Twitter or somewhere else or news. We could buy a newspaper even, heaven forbid. Why this is an important issue for you to be thinking about if you create content, if you have a social media presence, if you own or host a business page on Facebook, I want you thinking about what this has demonstrated and what you need to be thinking about going forward about the power and the risks of hosting all of your cleverness on one particular site, it doesn't matter which site. Today we're talking about Facebook, it could be any site. The reason is because with this ban, I'm just looking at my computer screen here, I've got Twitter up and I'm looking at some posts related to this. Um, and I'm seeing here, uh, so one person has tweeted saying their definition of news apparently extends to the local literary festival, the weather bureau, book bloggers and important health information, which of course has got everyone very angry because we're here in Melbourne just coming out of a lockdown, getting news today was, was uh, difficult. If you didn't know where else to look of course I get most of my news from Twitter don't tell Twitter that because I'll do something no doubt um, why it's important to content creators it shows you just how quickly you can lose all of your content if it's all hosted on one single platform so what we saw today wasn't just a prospective ban on the sharing of news content in Australia it was a retrospective ban these pages so um, we think of the Australian Broadcasting Corporation we think of particular newspapers and TV channels news stations that sort of thing but it was also um, many other um, pages also had their entire content scrubbed from their page. So their pages were scrubbed clean, um, but this affected um, all sorts of news um, purveyors, not just news as we would expect to understand it, but also Bureau of Meteorology, um, several pages to do with emergency services and so on. Now this wasn't Facebook's intention, but it is what has happened. So obviously they've 
put their little bots to work to scrub news content in Australia and it's gone a little bit further than they anticipated. So if you're a content creator or your business is on Facebook or any platform, if it's one platform, there are two things to think about. First of all, Congratulations, I'm so proud of you for having a social media presence. But the second, the second thing is I really want you thinking about how you can make sure your content, content is hosted in various locations so that you don't lose important content going forward. So I, most of, well, almost all of my live streams, in fact, I think all of my live stream videos start here on Facebook. What I do with them then is I share them to Instagram, I share them to groups, I share them to my profile if they're appropriate. Um, this is on Facebook. Uh, I share them to Instagram, Instagram stories, and then I have an assistant who helps me download these videos and upload them onto YouTube. We uh, extract the audio and the audio goes to a podcast. They get shared across to LinkedIn and so on. So my content has several homes, even if it starts on um, Instagram or if it starts on Facebook, because I start on different platforms depending what I'm doing. So I want you thinking about, number one, your social media presence is important. Don't let this scare you off. Number two, um, Please, if you're nervous about starting on social media, pick one platform. It's okay to start with one platform while you're starting out. Get to know that platform really, really well. Build up a social media presence. Forget following, forget likes, forget shares, forget all that stuff. That's not, not what is important. What is important is for you to build up a social media presence. Consider your, say your Facebook page, to be like a living website where people can go and check you out, see what you've posted. That's why it's scary that they can hit the red button and all of your content's gone. At least if you've got it in Facebook and LinkedIn and YouTube and podcast and Instagram and Twitter, you're covered, your bases are covered. So start somewhere, anywhere, it doesn't matter where. Get to know that platform really well. And once you're comfortable doing so, or maybe even before you're comfortable, take a risk, take a leap, and get help if you need it, because it can be time consuming, not difficult, but it can be time consuming. Get your content shared across platforms, different platforms, different formats, different ways. It helps you reach more people, so it's good for your business and good for your brand, but it also protects you. Now, for example, I run a training program uh, for private practitioners in mental health. Very boring, very specific. Boring as in, it's, I don't need to tell you the story. It's a very, very, very specific training program. Uh, I have the training in video format and it's all hosted within a Facebook group. I'm in the process of moving all of that training over to a hosting platform on my website so that I own the hosting location, if you like. Not only that, all of the training videos have been downloaded and then uploaded as secret videos on Facebook, so um, YouTube, so that I have a secret vault where I store all of my training videos. They get hidden away so that if anything ever happened to Facebook and I'm kicked out or my pages are scrubbed or any of that stuff, then I can actually 
go back and retrieve my training videos. And the reason why that's important, those particular training videos were not pre-recorded videos, they were live streamed Facebook videos. So it's really important to have a backup for something that relates to your intellectual property. And of course, if it has a revenue stream attached, be really careful with how you're storing and where you're storing those pieces of content. End of the day, if something happens, if Facebook dies a death tomorrow, or if your page got scrubbed or something like that, it's okay. What the news media outlets have done today is they've let all their people know how to find them. So they've gone about the business today of communicating with their communities in various ways to let them know how else to get hold of their information. For me, what was infuriating is was not being able to see on Facebook the um, news conference, the press conference that the Premier, our Premier here in Victoria hosts, um, he and his team host every day to do with um, coronavirus updates. We just came out of lockdown yesterday and ordinarily I would get a notification to my phone, I would jump onto the Facebook Live and watch as they talk live or else I'd catch it later. I actually had to spend a bit of time ferreting around trying to find where else that live stream was going to be hosted today. Found it on Twitter, it's okay, I can watch it later if I really want to, might not. <laughs> but at least I now know where to go. So, communication. Social media is all about communication. So if you've got multiple platforms, you're better able to communicate in multiple ways with your peeps. And that's a really important thing. If you're um, worried about how to um, protect your information further, there are lots of things you can do. You can, you can store all of your things in a Word document if you had to. So my assistant, all of my, um, you'll see on my Facebook, profile and my um, on my Facebook page and on my Instagram profile you'll see there's the live streams then you'll see that there's spontaneous posts like the one I posted this morning about catching five minutes to grab some fresh air and sunshine to reset your day um, those sort of spontaneous posts they're all stored safely on my phone as well so if you do a live stream do it from your phone store it on your phone um, the photos I take, of course, are on my phone. The words that I quickly type in, they can be replaced if need be. Um, but I do also have a lot of posts that are pre-prepared -pre um, templates that my assistant uses and she changes the content on those templates based on stuff that she's gleaned from things that I've said or things that I've written. So all the quotes are me, but she puts them together and then schedules them to get posted. So they're the things that have got like the green or the gold or the pink sort of branded colours on them. You'll recognise them when you see them. That stuff, we have a spreadsheet where she also stores those. So nothing is lost. If social media ended tomorrow, I could put them all in a book <laughs> if I really wanted to. You know, so back up, back yourself up. Think of it as a bit of a backup. Now, this is why I say having an assistant, virtual assistant, um, I have a virtual assistant, Lenny, who helps me with this stuff. Having a virtual assistant doesn't need to be expensive. It can be really helpful um, to save you time. So if your time is scarce and your time is very, very precious, um, the money you invest in a virtual assistant to help you with these kinds of backup plans is money well invested in your business and well invested in your intellectual property so that it stays safe and protected going forward.
I hope that's helpful. I hope that that uh, hasn't scared the bejesus out of you. Uh, don't be too worried. This is a stoush between the Australian government and Facebook and they will come to some kind of conclusion, I am sure. Um, but it is a lesson for us all that at any time, any of these social media platforms can either die a death or they can enact their powers to remove content at any time. They can also lock you out of your page for transgressions unknown. So a little side tip on that note, I encourage you to have somebody else also have admin rights to your page so that if you get locked out, somebody else can help you get back in. Little tip. All right, have a fabulous night. Um, congratulations. Victoria on coming out of lockdown. What a great feeling it was today to go for a little walk and to sit down and have a little coffee without feeling that, that anxiety of, of having to wear a mask while I was walking because there was no one else around except my son. Um, it was just so lovely and really, really appreciated. Congratulations to all the businesses that have reopened at the end of lockdown. What a relief it is for us all. Uh, and the rest of you, thank you for cheering us all on. It was really appreciated. So enjoy your Thursday night. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye for now.